The guests on Love Hurts occasionally use some adult language and go into some more intense subject matter, but that's kind of how real life works anyway. This is Love Hurts. I'm Brian Berlin. Today's guest is Amber Rollo. Amber is a comedian living in Los Angeles. In the beginning of March 2020, Amber decided to call off her two-year engagement. Instead of having a clean break, her and her ex suddenly had to shelter in place for the pandemic, and she was stuck spending much more time around someone she wasn't planning on being with anymore. Hey, Amber, how's it going? Good. How are you doing, Brian? Good. Thanks so much for doing this. I know this is like coordinating anything in this world right now is like the hardest thing to do, and I'm glad we got this happening. Which is weird because it's... Like, I'm home all the time, but yeah, you- for somehow I'm not home all the time. I don't know what I'm doing, but time works so weird right now or this it's, year. It's also just like, yeah, you don't do anything all day. And then like, just to get myself to do anything on certain days is like the hardest thing to do. Where I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. The motivation is completely messed yeah. up. Or technically I have lots of time, but I have very little motivation. Exactly. I guess that's- <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so thank you for, for pushing yeah. me and motivating me to do something creative. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Of course. Thanks for being on and willing to share. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, what did you want to talk about today? Well, this podcast is about love and... Um, I wanted to tell a story actually about how I, I broke up with my fiance. Yeah, that's a big, that's definitely fits this theme of it the does, show. It does, it fits the theme of love. I mean, I love, I do love all of my exes. Like I am friends or at least friendly with all of my exes. I, yeah. um, I just got to say I have really good taste. <laughs> yeah you're like even though i don't want to date this person anymore they're a cool person they're and a cool I person like, i keep like them, them in my life yes yeah. <laughs> um but and they say there's never really a good time to break up with someone there's never the right time to do it i mean like any big decision any big change in life there's never the perfect time to do it um and i had been feeling like i wanted like i knew this wasn't going to work out with my fiance um and it had, it had been like in my mind for, you know, half a year. We had been engaged for two years. Okay. Yeah. And there was no uh, plans or anything about the wedding for those two years, which is a red flag. Yeah. You just had like the title of being engaged, yes. <laughs> but that was like the extent of what your engagement was. <laughs> One time I threw my engagement ring at him. <laughs> The fact that we didn't know it was over then is like wild. Uh, I yeah. threw my engagement ring at him and he didn't even notice. What were the circumstances? Were you just like, what does this mean? Like, what? why do I have this? Like, what? <laughs> we were fighting over yeah. something stupid. I don't even remember what, like, I don't know. He didn't want to leave a party at the same time as me or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and got home and uh, we were arguing about it, arguing about the way we interact with people in public and... um and I, I got mad and I wanted to be dramatic. I'm Italian. I'm Sicilian. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to throw my engagement ring at him. But he is very, very nearsighted. And he was turned <laughs> to the side and doesn't have great peripheral vision. Like his glasses are like this thick. And that's like after they're compressed. And I threw the ring at him and 
he didn't even see me throw it. And then I lost it. The, the <laughs> ring was lost for oh, like man. months because I, it was it had fallen into a crack. We lived in this like Brooklyn apartment, this um, railroad style Brooklyn apartment. And the floor, the wood floor is uneven and it had fallen into a crack and I couldn't find it because Whoa. honestly, it wasn't a very big engagement ring. <laughs> 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 But yeah, uh, then we stayed engaged for like another year after that. Um, okay. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, my sister, my little sister was getting married in Belize. So, you know, we bought those plane tickets ahead of time. And there was this big thing that we were planning and I was her maid of honor. So I had to do a lot there and I didn't want to ruin it by like not bringing my fiance or like breaking up beforehand or it being like, an awkward thing. So I was just like, okay, you know what? I'll just deal with this after the wedding. Um, the wedding was February 15th of last year. <laughs> and we got back home and you know, I gave it a little bit of time because like we just came from a wedding in Belize, um, kind of romantic. I was like, maybe not, maybe it's all good. Um, and then, uh, I finally, did it. I finally was like, okay, at the start of March last year, I broke up with him. Um, and then two weeks after we were told to shelter in place, <laughs> my plan was to move out. My plan was to drive across country. I had like rented this like camper van. I was going to drive across country to, from New York to California. Um, but none of those, you know, best laid plans and all that we the camper van the camper van canceled on me they were like we are not doing rentals right now um oh, because man, it's yeah. everyone's told yeah. to shelter in place and i was like okay fair um luckily i didn't like i hadn't been that dramatic about it and he when i broke up with him sort of seemed to be on the same page as me it's just like i was the one to say it out loud yeah, it wasn't this like, whoa, where is this coming from type thing. It was kind of like, yeah, I can see this too. Yes. It was kind of like, oh, yeah, this like, this pair of sneakers are, these these sneakers are really cool, but they just don't fit me. Um, that's what it felt like. We were like, oh, yeah, we really like like this idea, but it's just not, there's not, it's not clicking. It's just not there. Um, so... Like I said, we were in a railroad apartment in Brooklyn, in Greenpoint, and uh, we sheltered in place together for for three months. Okay, so yeah, it's like literally like beginning of March, you say, I don't think we should be together anymore. Mm -hmm. You're kind of like making plans to move out, go mm -hmm. go yeah. your separate ways. Mm -hmm. And like as this is happening, it's like now you, you both have to be stuck. Not only do you have to be like literally stuck together for every day, all yes. day, every day. Stuck together apart. It's really weird. Yeah. We put up a um, one of those like Chinese like yeah, rice yeah. curtains <laughs> to separate the apartment. Yeah, those little like half walls. Uh huh. Yeah. No, we really did put one of those up. I took like there's there was like a tiny little office space at one end of the apartment, and I sort of moved in there because I was like, you know, this is my fault. I'll take the smaller room. Like I made the ultimate decision, so. I'll go in there. Yeah. yeah I took like yeah. a little futon. I had like, I like watched a bunch of like um, Tiny House Nation, made it a little perfect <laughs> little room. 
I was like, I'm getting ready to be in a van anyway. So yeah, this like is I was, I was already preparing to live this life of of a small thing with like, yeah. I mean, it's most of Brooklyn practice. anyway. So yeah. I was like, yeah, this this works. I can handle this. Um, <laughs> it was, and then we 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 were getting along pretty well, and we were still talking every day because we were the only people we were interacting with. Like it, this was, I don't know if you remember, but early on in the pandemic you didn't know how things were passed people didn't touch things people yeah, didn't go yeah. out of the apartment like i was like not even walking around the block he walked yeah, around the yeah. block and i thought that was like a risk i was like whoa we have no idea um yeah like i had that fear of like literally i could like the door handle to leave my apartment building could give like i could get that from just leaving my apartment type yes thing. i had to put on gloves i had to have like wipes i had to have sanitizers to go to the grocery store it yeah it was like a and then big you'd like ordeal. wipe everything down when yeah. you got home you sprayed everything with like, lysol yeah. You, yeah oh man it's so weird because like you're in any other breakup i mean i guess you said like you've had generally positive relationships with people you break up with but like the moment you say you're gonna break up with somebody it's like okay our lives are no longer gonna be intertwined the way they've been intertwined and in this scenario, they've become more intertwined. Like, you can't, as as much as you could say, we're going to be on different sides of the apartment. It's like, you're probably spending more time around each other than you had ever done in the past year, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. We're both <laughs> very independent people. We were both comedians. We were, like, always out every night doing different shows. And, like, sometimes we would cross paths, but, like, a lot of times we wouldn't. Um, and I, like I said, am... I'm friends, or friendly at least, with all of my exes, but I've never, like jumped from being together to being apart but best friends i think there should be yeah there's a get there needs to be a little bit of a there gap, should be right? a space <laughs> there should be a time where you get used to being apart so that you can realign the sort of relationship you have and i yeah. um I, and i know that i i know that logically i would never put myself in this situation on purpose um but there was something really kind of awesome about it there was something beautiful about getting to hang out with my ex suddenly as a best friend but at the same time there was this like pull like the world was falling apart and there was part of me that was like should we get back together yeah like that was the thing that I was curious about because it like in that time it was such like a yeah, people like people who were living alone in that moment, right? Like that's a super lonely scenario. And so, yeah, to be living with a person who you were just like engaged to and then saying like, "No, you know what? This isn't the right thing." Do you start to question if you had made the right call or not? Absolutely. And me personally, I never Never. Like, I have a thing about this. I never get back together with someone that I broke up with. I don't believe in it. I feel like that's a very confusing thing. Like, in fact, he had this girlfriend before me that was an on-again, off-again thing. And it always, I was always sort of, like, curious and a little bit um, self-conscious about that. I was like, how do you know that you're not just on an off-again part before you're on again? Like, how do you know if you've done this multiple times? Like, you don't know. Yeah, like, we're engaged, but is that just a longer off? Like That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> like, I don't know. 
I, I don't understand. So yeah, I'm like, this is a very confusing thing to do. I don't get back with exes. I just feel like there's so many other options in the world. Like, why would I retread something that I've already done? It's funny. I almost have the exact opposite. Like, not that I'm like, I always want to get back together with an ex, but like, I have this, to me, there's like a comfort in the past, right? Like this thing of like, oh, I know what this, how this goes and what it's like with this person. And if I'm in a state where I'm like, oh, I don't know what I'm looking for right now. Like to me, that's more comforting than like the unknown of whatever I can find out in the world where like, I, I, I realize it's like not everybody feels that way. But no, for me, that's, that's, how I that's feel. very common. Actually, I am addicted to change. So I yeah. love, I love something new. I'm a Sagittarius. Um, so I always love change. I <laughs> don't know if you are into like astrological science or whatever. It could also be, you know, my life experience, but yeah, I love change. What are are, are you? Uh... I am an Aries. Oh, okay. Aries yeah. is a fire sign. I don't. Yeah, I don't know enough about my my makeup. Yeah, uh, of Aries. What I... I would think would be a little bit into change too, but I don't know. Maybe I'm. But I would also say, literally, every time I went back with somebody, it, it was the worked. wrong decision. So it's like I think you're right in that, like saying yeah. that it's a bad idea to do this <laughs> is right because, like, I'm not saying that it ever succeed. It was ever the right thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is like you're trying to build something on top of something broken. Like, yeah, it's just like you're trying to convince idea. yourself that like, oh, it's it's better now. Like we've, the the rubble that was created is a more solid foundation to build off of when it's like, no, uh-huh. it's a mess. This is a disaster of a thing. It's a so. mess. Well, I I was in this vulnerable place. We were quarantining together. We did just break up. And even though I was the one who initiated it, I was still hurting from that. It was still like a real um, loss for me as breakups are. And then we were in quarantine together and the world seemed like it was maybe ending. Yeah. So I did, I broke my rule. I did ask him, I was like, Hey, like this is kind of intense. Um, we're kind of going through it. I don't know if we're going to ever see anyone ever again. Um, yeah. Do you want to just like get back together? And he said to me, and this is a direct quote, no, I like the path that you're on. <laughs> the no. path away from me. I like yes. the path that you're on that is not coming toward back towards me right now. <laughs> uh, and I was like, okay. Yep, this is this is the well, right Well, I decision. guess it like yep. I guess it probably, right? Like the doubts you were having of is this the right decision? It's nice in that moment for him to again like when you when you initially broke up, he had that reaction of, "Oh yeah, this feels like the right thing." For then him to say, "You know what? I I kind of stand by our original." Like it was probably helpful for you in that moment. I know to it hear was. That, right? It was yeah, totally but- helpful for me, but I was kind of like, "Wow, what a jerk!" Um, and then I started saying that to him on a regular basis. I was like, "He was like, can you pass me the coffee?" And I'm like, "No, I like the path that you're on." Uh, <laughs> it is a very funny like. It's yeah, it's, it's super logical and, and like continue learning to play the bongos or whatever you're doing. I'm I'll be over here on my path. Um, yeah, it was. It was fun though. And it how long, general. like, how long into you being in play, like, having to only see each other, like, how post that was a breakup, month in. a month in? Okay, yeah. yeah. So it's like it's like April, and it's uh-huh. like, oh god, we were supposed to be broken up, but now I'm like, I'm only seeing you every day, and maybe we should get back together. Yes, and then 
we started a podcast together. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> We're broken up, but let's start a podcast. Exactly. Oh, to ensure that we stay broken up. That was the that was the idea. Uh, <laughs> was it like in response to your kind of like scenario or just like something totally different? Well, I'm a very open person. I share about everything. You might say I'm an oversharer. I we talked a little bit at the before we started recording about like small talk and not yeah. liking small talk. I am very much that way. I want to get into the deep stuff right away. I want to know like your darkest fears. I want to know like what traumatized you were when you were a child. I want to know like how you learned how like just how to survive. And so that's the sort of podcast I wanted to start, but he is not that way at all, <laughs> which was a problem in our relationship, honestly. I was like, share with me. And he was like, no. And every time I said, like, share with me, he was like, would close up more. And I was like, come on. And it was just, yeah. Was but, there a part of you that was like, oh, if we start this podcast, I can get him to open up through this podcast. I did, Like, this is going to be the way to get him to open up. <laughs> yes. Yes. No, that's exactly. I was definitely <laughs> tricking him. I said, like, let's start a podcast. Like, we're together all the time. Like, people, we got to, like, do something creative with this. I also, like, I tweeted, like, should like my ex-fiance and I started a podcast together and I got like tons of positive like responses and like, cause of course people want to see yeah, like, that feels like they I would want to see behind to that. Yeah. And I was like, see, look, like people want to see this. Um, but he didn't want to do one just about the relationship or about love or like about like what we were going through or anything. Um, so we started, we were like binging TV shows obviously while we were quarantining yeah. And so we made a podcast about the shows that we were watching called The Next Binge Thing. But it was like a thin veil for like what was actually going on in our relationship. Like we would talk about the shows, but we were actually talking about ourselves. Yeah, um, the shows were just a way to be like, well, what else is going on in our lives right now as we're watching these shows? Yeah, it's like the more and more like the small talk before like breaking down what was happening in the show got to be like a bit longer and longer part of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh and it did it 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 worked he like did like open up i think Weird. partly because we were um in this different type of relationship like friends instead of yeah instead it no of, longer had these like extra expectations or something it, it can kind of just be like okay this is something i'm just which is funny because <laughs> potentially like in the scenario where it, maybe it was opening up more in your relationship it could have been a stronger relationship right like oh yeah <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, he yeah, it's it, he knows that he has this thing of like this, like, withholding dad type energy. And I'm like, that doesn't work for me. Um, but he knows that he has that. Uh, I, I kept telling him when we were in our relationship, I was like, I wish you would just talk to me like you talk to your friends. Like, I yeah. want you to talk to me <laughs> like you talk to your friends. I want you to talk to me like you talk to your friends. And I was like, fine, we'll just be friends. Yeah, this is how I get this. This is how I get the thing that I want. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, yeah, I really like, I really like Gabe a lot. I like being friends with him. Um, yeah. Did you find yourself like you liked him more in certain ways? Like, the, even though your relationship dynamic is totally changing. Yeah. You, you found yourself like liking thing different things about him than you liked when you were dating him. Yeah. I mean, he was more engaging he was funnier it was like he was like it, there was like still this like play in it where as when we were in a relationship it felt like this was a set thing and we 
it's like a fully formed thing. I guess um I guess the part that like felt more fun is flirting. He didn't flirt with me when we were in a, in a relationship. Yeah, it's just kind of this like playful thing now that you could just be like friendly friendly flirting, I guess, which is like Yeah, which maybe is also not healthy, but yeah, you know, yeah. it's still fun. Um yeah, and then that that was that was like quarantine. That was the end of our quarantine. Um, I did eventually move into a new place. I moved into an artist loft, um, which is not as fancy as it sounds. Uh, it was like an illegal space above a fa- above a printing factory in Brooklyn, with like no air conditioning, no oven, no heat, <laughs> no um, like I was living in a box. Like I had to climb a ladder to get up to my room. Like um, it was, if anything, it was almost worse than the little like office space you had carved out for yourself. Oh, it was in worse. It was smaller. <laughs> I could stand up in that space. This space, I couldn't stand up all the way. So, yeah, I moved into smaller and smaller spaces, and then I eventually did buy a conversion van and drive across country. And now I'm in California, finally. <laughs> so you did, finally. like, you eventually, like, followed through on your plan. You just kind of had a little, like, detour because of the world. Yes, exactly. Things that I thought would take, like, a month took a year and a month. So yeah. And, and when, like, do you and Gabe still do this podcast together? Or did it hit its, like, kind of concluding point when you moved out or shortly after you moved out? Yeah, uh, shortly after I after I moved out, we were like, okay, this feels like a good like closure. Yeah, this feels like we're done now. We did like a couple episodes after I moved out, uh, and then we were like, yeah, that's done. That's an that's an ended. That's a period in our lives. I'm glad we made it. Um, it it really did feel therapeutic to me, and I think to him as well. But um, but we stopped. But we do still we still still talk. We still like text and like keep up with each other's lives and. Yeah, like, did it feel weird when you moved initially? Because, again, like, he's the only person you're consistently seeing, and then you're moving into this studio space by yourself. Like, did it feel weird not having him in your life every day, even though you weren't, like, dating anymore? Like, Yeah. Well, I wasn't moving into this space by myself. I moved in with um, three dudes. Okay. And uh, they're messy. There was mold. All over the oh, shower, I had to clean it all. I was like, "Oh my god, oh okay." Um, but they they were they were sweet, and they're I, I'm friends with all of them. I yeah, so them. you did have like people but, you were interacting with. Yeah, I did have people I was interacting with, but like it was a weird time. I didn't feel like I could ask for anyone's help moving because we were still like yeah. during COVID. Um, so I was like, ah, I don't know what to do. I had to move all my stuff on my own. Normally, the person who I would ask for help was Gabe, but I didn't want to ask him for help because I was like trying. The reason I was moving is like, we need like space like this. We did this thing and we need to actually like let it sink in that we are not together. We are like still living together right now. Yeah. Um, we need to have actual separation. I was like, you need to grow. We, I need to grow. Like, I'm going to get out of here. And he was like, yes, please, like, get out. (laughs) No, I mean, he was like, yeah, I I agree. Yeah, like, you're both at that point of, like, okay, we've gone as far as we can of, like, being around each other after a breakup. (laughs) And it was hard. Yeah. It was really hard. The other thing, I guess, you might have, like, briefly touched upon it. But, like, when you kind of had that, like, should we get back together? And he was like, no. 
did it take did it kind of click for you of like oh yeah that you're right was it immediate or did it take a little bit to kind of like convince yourself that your initial thing of we should break up was the right thing no it was immediate right when he said that i laughed and i was like yeah yeah you're right this is (laughs) you're right (laughs) that's good at least like it it didn't feel like yeah it didn't feel like this weird you kind of had to navigate this like well now i said this thing and i don't know how i feel and i'm still living with this person where both of you could just say, yep, that was a dumb thing. Okay, we're going to move on. (laughs) Well, it was kind of nice, actually. It felt like it evened the playing field because I had broken up with him. And then it was like, he broke up with me too. So it was like, (laughs) we both, we both got to do it. None of us, neither of us were the bad guys. Neither of us were like pining to be yes. with the other one. We yeah. both knew. Yeah, and that I guess we both yeah, it made everything very it. clear of where you were at that point of like, yes. okay, we both yeah. know this is what this is. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So it was really hard when I moved into this new place and I didn't have anybody to help me and I felt really lonely and I got there and, you know, it was, um, starting to be summer. It was warm. I couldn't figure out how to turn on the lights in my place. Like there was like no light switch anywhere. There was like just these hanging, um, lights, uh, wrapped around the heat pipe or their pipe. I don't know what sort of pipe this is, but there was a pipe that went through my room that like stopped me from standing up all the way. There was, uh, Christmas lights wrapped around that. And that was supposed to be my lighting, but I couldn't figure out where to plug it in. Um, there was like broken glass and, and, um, uh, Q-tips all over the floor and an old mattress. And I was like, oh my God, what am I doing with my yeah, life? Like, what a strange what collection am I doing with my life? And I had, yeah, it was hard. I had like a breakdown. I was like, this is absolutely not well, it. well yeah and it also feels like this weird middle place that you had to like be stuck with because you had this other plan that couldn't happen at that moment you're like mm-hmm. you're having to live out this like totally alternate timeline mm-hmm. because in your mind you're like i want to be in california right now i don't want to be in this weird brooklyn loft thing yeah and it's like, it is, it was like the whole thing. I mean, all of quarantine, I think for a lot of people has felt like this middle place. You're like, life is on pause. We're living in a real like purgatory, like a real world purgatory type thing. Absolutely a purgatory. It's, it's horrifying. Um, but I like my roommates. They, they were really sweet and they like, got me to I was hanging out with them a lot they're also like performers they're podcasters and comedians and so I was like okay cool um yeah I only hang out with podcasters I guess that's weird um uh and then I went to the beach one time with one of my roommates he like invited me to the beach like a week after I moved in and I was like sweet yes outdoors great uh and when I was at the beach um I met this guy and I I liked him. We got along well. Um, and then we were like, okay, cool. Left. Two weeks later, went to the beach again. And that guy was there again. And, like not um, coordinating or anything? You just like ran into him again at the same no, beach? He's, like- um, he, no, he, he was my roommate. He is my roommate's friend. So oh, okay, he like was okay. with the group. I thought it was just, like this random yeah, no. guy who was just like <laughs> just in the ocean, just swim up past, past the breakers, met a man. Yeah, you I know, Amber, you know I don't know if do. this person's real. I don't. Uh... <laughs> I think I made up this person in my mind. <laughs> no, he's a he's a real Got person. Yes, yes. Um, we are like not public about our well. 
we are dating now. Just yeah. Okay. So you met so, him, started dating. So I met him. Yes. Um, I met him the second time. I was like, I like him a lot. Uh, he was very open with me from the start. He was very um, into change. Also, that's another thing with Gabe. Like, I really wanted to like move cross country. Like, I wanted to like do different things. And he like was more into like staying course. He was more into staying in the same place. He was more into stability. And I was like, ah, I want like, I need change. Um, this guy was like very open with his with me about his feelings very early on he also uh really was into the idea of change he also um just separated from his wife during quarantine whoa yeah that's like you literally so, had the same I was experience like, i was like same yeah we high-fived it was great uh then i i was like you know slid into his dms and was like um <laughs> I am going to have, I happen to be going to the park that's near your house tomorrow, just like, you know, to soak up some sun. The park was, by the way, like a 45 minute bike ride away from my place. So yeah, I just casual, going- like, I'll be in your area. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then we, uh, he was like, yeah, I'll meet up. And, um, and then we hung out. It was great. We talked a lot. Um, but like, he didn't, you know, make any moves or anything. And then, I like invited him out again and we hung out and it was great. And I had to finally say at the end of it, like, this is a date, you know, right? Um, yeah, like, is please. This a date? I, I, like, like, please. I think like, this is a date. Is this, this a, is a date. I'm just this confirming. <laughs> this is a date. Uh, so then we kissed. And, um, and then like a couple weeks after that, I was like, I am thinking about um, driving cross country. You should totally come with me. <laughs> Wow. So yeah, like you're kind of like you have this whole plan. You meet this person in the city that is not where your plan is. And like after yeah, a month or something, you're just kind of like, hey, do you want to go on this adventure with me? Yeah. And he said, yes. Whoa. He's now in California. With me. <laughs> and you, did you like you didn't, did you like move to separate places in California or did you like move in together in California? We moved in together in California. <laughs> Oh, you just like went for it. I mean, I guess like that, I guess if you're like making that decision, it's like, yeah, why not just go for it? Right. Well, we went like, we were like, okay, we're going to, um, we're going to winter in California. Yeah. Okay. Like we like went like, as like, okay, we need to like escape. Like we can't yeah, be this, we can't, really like, be back. With... Yeah. I can't be in, in New York, New York at again this time. Yeah. while we quarantine again yeah. for another winter. Like it's too much. Um, so we drove across and my sister has a place in Manhattan Beach. So we were like, um, yeah, a place that she's not using in Manhattan Beach. She lives <laughs> in D.C. What? Wild. Yeah. Um, and I was like, uh, OK, like, I'll take this place off your hands for a bit. <laughs> yes. So literally I was like, yeah, OK, we can stay there. So we stayed there for uh, for winter. And then now it's spring. And we were as as we were staying in Manhattan Beach for winter, we were like, California is awesome. We actually have <laughs> a lot of friends here. Um, I we yeah, like both have like roots here and connections here. He's not from California, but he does have like connections here. And I was like, I kind of want to stay. Do you want to stay? And he was like, Yeah, uh, definitely. So then we started looking for a place, and we just got a new place. Yeah. So it was sort of this like extended vacation thing is what it yes. started at. It wasn't like let's like commit to an apartment together it was kind of like hey i'm going to california 
I have a place you want to just like hang Stay out here in. for a bit. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And kind of almost like, almost, I guess, like kind of like this trial run of like, oh yeah, how would we do in close quarters? Because again, yes. like you're probably having to spend a lot of time with each other. Yes. So we drove cross country in like four days and then stayed in Manhattan Beach for a couple months. And then now we're, now we have a now new you're place. Like settled. So, yeah. <laughs> That's my that's that's my whole like, well, like quarantine love yeah. journey, but it's still happening, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're still living it, but it's 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 wild to think of like yeah how how much your life has changed in a year. I guess like yeah, my girlfriend did move in at one point. We it was kind of like the beginning of quarantine was like she'd be here for like five days at a time, mm-hmm. go back to her apartment for two days, like to kind of be like I gotta go get more clothes and stuff yeah. and like whatever, and then. Yeah, we did that for a few months. And then my roommate who was who was living here was like, yeah, I kind of want to get my own place. So we were like, I guess we're just going to move in together now. Like maybe not the timeline we would have like, ex- you know, we live like five minute walk from each other. So it's kind of this mm-hmm. like, oh, we're per- we don't need to rush into moving in with each other. But then like the circumstances were then sort of like, yeah, I guess we'll just give this a shot. Move you it. know, like why yeah. not? And it's been great. But it's like, yeah, something that. Other than that, I feel like there's been very little change that has happened in my life in the last year. Well, uh, congratulations for one. Thank you. Thank you. That's awesome. Um, and I do feel like quarantine or the pandemic has like pushed people yeah. to do things yeah. <laughs> a little bit quicker and also just a little bit different and with like a little bit, I don't want to say less judgment because there is still judgment, especially around like decisions. Um it's I feel like it's opened up this idea of kind of like as you said you're you're like you're having to make sometimes tougher decisions on mm-hmm. these things that you weren't thinking you were going to have to make a decision on but I think it's also opened this idea of kind of just like trusting your gut more and and knowing that like if you were to move to California and in a year you were like oh this isn't the place for us it's like you can come back to New York like I think people yes. are kind of trusting that like Oh yeah, like what are why why were we so averse to changing our lives? I guess and kind yeah. of going back to you being like, I want change, and I feel like this is sort of, in a way, kind of the best circumstances to to work with change to to give change a shot. I guess. Yeah, because everybody knows that. I think people it's reinforcing that things are not permanent. That the way that you see the world is not necessarily the way it's going to be in a week. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, you might just like play with it a little bit because who knows what's going to happen. Yeah. 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 I think that's a good, that's like a good message to leave, to leave <laughs> it with. <laughs> um, I like it. Yeah. Thanks so much for sharing all that, Amber. Oh, of course. Thank you for having me on. Um, yeah. If if people like want to find out more about what you do or follow you on social media, I, I don't know if you have like shows coming up because, you know, I don't know what shows are right now, but uh, <laughs> do you have anything you want to tell people about? Yeah. You can follow me on Instagram or Twitter at Amber C. Rollo, A-M-B-E-R. C as in cat, Rollo, R-O-L-L-O. And I am actually recording a virtual album uh, I've been doing a bunch of Zoom shows, so I wanted to, before like things open up all the way, uh, get all of that material in one spot and, and record it all. So I'm recording a virtual album April 9th and 10th. And if you look on my Twitter or my Instagram, you'll see the, the link in my link tree. Cool. Well, thanks so much for being here and sharing. Of course. Thank you. This-
Love Hurts is produced, hosted, and edited by Brian Berlin. Theme music by Mickey Hommel. Show art by Caroline Mallon. You can find Love Hurts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like the show, rate and review it on Apple Podcasts and tell a friend about it. You can find Love Hurts on Twitter and Instagram at lovehurtspod, and our website is lovehurtspod.com. I'm Brian Berlin. And this is Love Hurts.